0: Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, the Chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology in the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. With me today is Dr. Bill Maurice, the Chair of the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic and the President of Mayo Clinic Laboratories. This is our weekly discussion with Dr. Maurice, in which we learn about updates in the field of laboratory medicine and pathology. Today, we're joined by Dr. Matt Vinegar, Director of the Clinical Virology Laboratory and the Vice Chair of Practice for the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology here at Mayo Clinic. He's with us today to talk about the upcoming respiratory virus season. Matt, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey, Bobby. Thanks for having me.
0: So we're all wondering what's going to happen this season. I don't know if you have your crystal ball for us, um, but maybe we'll start with influenza. I've heard that people are now offering flu shots. So as we are approaching this upcoming influenza season, what can we expect to see?
1: Yeah, it's a great question and wish I had a crystal ball, but we can make uh, projections and estimates. And what's been so fascinating is that over the last few years, we've seen a significant reduction in flu cases. During 2020 and 2021, we saw virtually no influenza, and that was because global travel was for, in large part shut down, people were staying home, kids were in school. We did see somewhat of a return of influenza last year. We started to see increases in cases, uh, but it didn't quite reach uh, normal, typical levels. Now we've been watching carefully the rates of influenza in the southern hemisphere because they have their flu season during our summer months here in the US. And what we saw was not a a good uh, thing, it wasn't good news. Their flu season was um, reaching pre-pandemic levels or higher than pre-pandemic levels. Australia saw a pretty severe influenza season. So if we extrapolate from what we saw in the southern hemisphere, we could be in for a rough influenza season here in the U.S.
0: Wow. Well, I guess it's good to know now because we have those flu vaccines that are starting to become available. So probably good to start thinking about those. Now, with all of this, we have uh, COVID, which we're still seeing SARS-CoV-2 circulating, and then there's other respiratory viruses. So how do um, all of our tests come into play for these different respiratory viruses, SARS-CoV-2, RSV, influenza?
1: Yeah, fortunately, we're in a much better position today than we were in the fall winter of 2020 in terms of diagnostic test availability. Many labs, including ours at Mayo Clinic, have multiple options available. Tests that just include COVID alone, tests that tests for COVID and influenza, and even tests that include COVID, influenza, RSV, as well as some larger panels that look at um, maybe up to 20 different causes of respiratory infections. So we have a pretty uh, good number of tools in our toolbox to help diagnose these infections. My thought is that many patients who present this fall and winter with a respiratory illness are going to be really difficult for physicians to be able to differentiate between influenza and COVID. So most patients are going to require testing for at least those two viruses, COVID and influenza. Younger children, we might want to include testing for RSV or immunocompromised adults. We might want to look at other viruses, including RSV. And then we start to get into those multiplex respiratory panels, the ones that include up to 20 different targets on their uh, panel. Those are really best for severely ill patients, patients that have some sort of an underlying uh, immune suppressive condition.
0: Yeah, well, that makes sense. And that kind of gets to my next question then for our Our clients who use Mayo Clinic laboratories as their reference lab or for other healthcare professionals who are interested, uh, what should these individuals be ordering when they're seeing their patients?
1: Yeah, what we've tried to do is develop a a testing menu that provides our physicians and our Mayo Clinic laboratory clients with options, because we know that depending on the healthcare institution, the clinic around the country, they may offer COVID-only testing locally, they may offer flu RSV testing locally, but they may need other options uh, through their reference lab. And so I would say again, most times when patients are presenting with a respiratory illness, Clients, physicians at hospitals and clinics around the country are going to want to test for COVID and influenza, and then some patients may require RSV testing as well. If one of our clients or physicians has a COVID-only test locally, and then that comes back negative and they wanna follow up with a influenza and RSV test, we have those options in our test menu that would provide that flexibility. And then again, in a small subset of patients that are severely ill or have some sort of an immune suppressive condition, uh, we also have broad respiratory multiplex pan- panels that include flu, COVID, RSB, parainfluenza virus, some bacterial pathogens that can be used in some of those more complex cases.
0: Well, it's really nice we have that flexibility, especially for all those different scenarios you just mentioned. All right, so I'm thinking about this upcoming season now. Uh, what can I do? What can all of our listeners do to stay safe?
1: Yeah, the best steps that we can take are to get vaccinated against influenza. And if you're eligible, get a COVID booster as soon as as possible. Uh, Again, we have been watching what's happening in the Southern hemisphere over the last few months. And we know that with more return to normalcy, more people traveling, uh, kids back in school, people at work, masks coming off, these uh, infectious diseases haven't gone away we've just disrupted their transmission pattern. And now those transmission patterns are open back up and we could be up for a rough uh, respiratory season. Getting a flu vaccine, getting a COVID booster will help to disrupt the transmission of those viruses, keep people from getting severely ill, keep people out of the hospital. And so those are two steps flu, COVID vaccines, washing your hands, staying home if you're sick. Those are some simple steps that we can take to keep ourselves and our community safe.
0: Yeah, that's really great advice. I know Dr. Maurice, Bill and I, we talk every week and we are also mentioning that if we're traveling in a crowd of people, both of us tend to still pull out our mask and put it on. Um, I think
1: it's a good idea. Um, one thing hopefully we've learned throughout the COVID pandemic is that wearing a mask is a good way of disrupting transmission of some of these infectious diseases. And I'm going to be watching local community rates of flu and COVID. And if they start to get high, if I go out to the uh, supermarket or into a public setting with a lot of people, it's a good idea to put on a mask. And I hope others will do so as well, again, to keep yourself and others safe.
0: Well, it's really great advice and uh, very timely. So thanks again, Matt, for joining us.
1: You bet. Thanks for having me on.